guys, this is Joey. This is Mina. And this is our podcast. Welcome, welcome. Hello. I know. We are excited. This is our first official episode. Um, we're also very awkward. I feel like there's an... <laughs> if there's any awkward air, that's why. We're nervous. We're a little nervous. Um, so let's do... Should we do our fast facts about who we are so they can decide if they want to stay and listen to us or, or cheese out? Sure. <laughs> sure. Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? <laughs> you can go first. Okay. My name is Joey. I like caffeine. Um, majored in Japanese. I have my master's in education, and I am currently enrolled in a master in rhetoric and writing program. And I'm a public school teacher until the end of the year. Till the end of the year. Till the end of the year. <laughs> Not much longer. Period. Nine weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I am Joey. I'm also addicted to caffeine, literal drug. Um, and I, <laughs> I uh, majored in history. I have a bachelor's in history. Um, I also have a graduate certificate. So basically, that's just fun, fun uh, language for saying I didn't do my master's thesis. <laughs> I peaced out <laughs> in history and public history. <laughs> I work in the nonprofit sector. Um, and I also have a teaching license in social studies, high school social studies, but I don't work in public school. Well, you you <laughs> so, go into public schools with your I current do. position, but you don't act, yeah. you're not like a classroom teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So non or informal education. Right. So I work, I work with, the. Uh, Violence prevention, so which fun is, stuff. Which is cool. Teaching and kids then, not to be violent, well, yeah, and not to be rapists. This is good. We we this is and not super a, important. Yes, it's extremely important. Uh, <laughs> so um, on a less serious note, <laughs> well, let's talk about today's tea. So this is actually a tea that you suggested. Do you want to talk about the tea, what we're drinking, and why? Um. Yeah. So we chose. The uh, Republic of Teas Vanilla Almond Black Tea because um, we are talking about college today and this is one of the most popular teas from the coffee shop that was right across the street from our college because we went to college together which is something everyone will learn about us today but um it's super yummy. And I, I was another fun, fast fact. I was a barista at that place um, for a couple of years. And it's just one of those teas that reminds me of college oh. and working. Yeah. And, and college tea. So I like stuff it. That happened. This is the first time I'm drinking it. I am enjoying it. I definitely will drink the rest of the container. So that's mm. always good news when you buy a tea you like. Um, and if you ever want to it's suggest so a tea, if you want to suggest a tea to us, you could suggest one at teawithjoey at gmail.com or you can go to teawithjoey.com and go into the blog and leave a comment um, or on our Instas, which we're going to drop later, I think. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts on tea before we jump into what we're spilling today? Um, I don't think so. Okay. So today. Today, like Mina said, we are, we're spilling about college. Do you, I'm going to um, throw that nugget at you. Um, so we're, we're talking about college and we're talking about what first we wanted to kind of dive into. How did you want to do it with us, our story, or did you want to do with a, what did we think college would be like? Um, I think we could talk about how we met first. Oh, even better. See, this is why you are the outliner of life. <laughs> so yeah, how did we meet? Um, didn't, weren't we introduced by Pat? We were introduced by Pat, um, at the AMU, which was this student center. And there was like a fireplace and couches and chairs and there a little store and a at that time, there was like a restaurant too, but now they've changed it. It's just a cafe. Oh, it was such a good restaurant. It too. was good. They have, yeah, it was good. Their chicken tenders were a plus. <laughs> <laughs> so Pat introduced us. Yeah, I remember I was sitting at a big round table. I was studying Japanese. 
Yeah. And you came I don't over. remember what I was doing. You were with Roxy. <laughs> you were with Roxy. That's what I remember. <laughs> hey, yeah, this is Nina. Hi. Yeah, he was my first, other than Roxy, who is my, uh, she was my roommate. He was my first friend. Oh, like, I did we met not at, know that. At the, like, the orientation, like the first like, hey, welcome to college. And everybody's sitting in the chairs. Oh, yeah. It's like so I was awkward. sitting next to him. Yeah. I did not know that's how you guys met. I met Pat because he was in my communications course. And he yeah, did not suck. So. Yeah. No. So, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to drop your famous thing about our first meeting. Oh, yeah. That you didn't like <laughs> That me. I didn't like her. I didn't like It's true. I didn't. <sighs> I didn't like Roxy more, but yeah, it was, I wasn't vibing with that at first. I grew, I grew. I, I have to really hate something before I love it. Mina will tell you. (laughs) This is true. It's a problem. This is true. It's a real problem. (laughs) So that's how we initially met. And then. 13 years ago. Gosh. And then we took anthropology together, cultural anthropology. And I remember that because I remember you got engaged then. So that was always a cute memory for me. Um, yeah, oh, I have and a picture with uh, the professor. Oh, my gosh. I should dig that up. You should. I was going to say, if you have any fun college pictures you want me to drop in the mm-hmm. blog, you should um, give them to me. And I will um, when I make the post about the blog, I'll, I'll show it for everybody if they want to see how cringy we were. Which we should say today we tried to get in character. I am wearing this really dark I can't believe I used to do my makeup like this with the eyeliner so heavy, <laughs> heavy handed is what it is. And I'm excited yeah. because this flannel I bought when I worked at American Eagle. So this is 13 years old flannel. Yeah. How cool. Whoa. Um, <laughs> and I transferred to the university, too. So there was a little bit of an age gap between us because you were a freshman when we met, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And I was a senior. I transferred from a large public university, and um, I just got back from my year in Japan. And so I was a senior. I had to go to do my undergrad. It took five years, five years, because I transferred, and they would not accept my linguistics credits. Jerks. And the rest is history. So how did it's we start talking me. officially? More in grad school, right? I don't I feel like we don't know. We were on Facebook. Yeah. And we, I think anthropology is what. We start talking there. Well, I was engaged, so I wasn't stepping on your man. (laughs) 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 That's true. You were not a threat anymore. (laughs) And Roxy wasn't with you. I was like, she's not awful when Roxy's not around. (laughs) That's so. So that's like how we got to know each other and yeah, get in touch through all the distance. That's just pretty fun. Yeah. But yeah, I think so. That's like how we met, and like Joey said, um, during like undergrad, we weren't super super close, but we knew each other, and then like when Joey got into grad school and then when I moved into grad school and I think that when I worked at the coffee shop we also got kind of close to because let's be honest Joey's very 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 (laughs) addicted to coffee um but (laughs) (laughs) because we had a lot of the same friends through that just that that connection but um so I think there was a lot of like there, I think there's a lot of stories to be told that that we didn't know about each other because of that, like, disconnect, you know, and yeah. just things that like, OK, so do you have any like stories like naive freshman stories, either from like the school that you came from oh, or gosh. like maybe things I don't know about. There's like so many naive Joey moments that um, <laughs> I will tell you one of my favorite ones. So and it's um, 
I had, so as I told you, they would not accept my credits when I transferred into our school. So I took communications twice, which is stupid. And the whole reason was because at my public university, it was called group communication. And at our school, it was just called communications. Oh, Lord. Same exact material. Um, so I was, it's a communication story. So I was in a group and we were preparing for this presentation and there's this guy named Craig. We'll call him Craig. And um, he, we lived in the this dormitory together, and there were like three dorms. They were stacked next to each other, and I was, you know, just like really naive. And he's like, "Do you want to like come up to my room and like talk about the presentation?" Which is just, I look at that and I go, "Why did I think that was a good idea to go into a guy's room that I barely know?" I'm really like shook at myself, but I was like, "Yeah, sure, let's go." Ha-ha. So I went up to like the seventh floor of Bartlett with him. And as soon as we get in his room, he's like, so like, you're really into dead bodies and stuff, right? And he like cracks open this textbook for, um, what is that field that they study the dead bodies in? What is that? Morticians? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. He had like a textbook full of like dead bodies. <laughs> he's like, you like dead bodies and stuff, right? And I was like, whoa, what about me? I'm really upset about this. Why do you think I'm into dead bodies? <laughs> <laughs> it's really concerning. Also, it's really concerning you're into dead bodies. <laughs> Am I going to be a dead body? <laughs> oh, that was really bad. I was like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> that was so bad. I'm so lucky nothing bad happened to me that I never told my mom that one. She would never let it go. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Do you have something good? A good naive moment? All right. Naive Mina moment. Let's see. Oh, okay. So I had this, um, (laughs) after I I had a boyfriend that like I transferred, he ended up transferring for me. I, um, was dating him in high school and then he transferred from a different university, a better university. Let's be honest. Um, (laughs) to ours and then we broke up he cheated on me that's um, lame what the fuck? i don't know why you would transfer why would somebody, you transfer somebody and then yeah. cheat on them <laughs> right but anyway so afterwards like i went through this whole like oh i'm going to like like play the field and whatever oh yeah so, <laughs> freshman so, mina <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh this guy like he was a frat boy and like he invited me over to his room and we, I mean, he would say that we had sex, but I would say we didn't. I digress. Okay. So, um, but he like, okay. So we fell asleep and then I woke up and he was gone. So like, gone that's like kind of i mean like does he doesn't know if you're just gonna like rob him blind or anything right for real but okay so the best part is that i woke up and like he left a note saying that like he had gone to the frat house because he lived in a dorm he'd gone to the frat house not to come after him but there were poonchkis and to help myself (laughs) now some people don't know what those are do you want to explain what a poonchki is that's a very midwest thing it is. Well, it's Midwest and Polish, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm Polish, so I've always known what a Punchki is, but yeah. So, it's a, I mean, essentially like a jelly or custard filled donut. We're crazy about them. With, um, yeah. With with powdered sugar on them. When does Punchki season begin? Right around Fat Tuesday, right? Like, yeah. So, it's it's... Traditionally, you eat them out on Fat Tuesday. There you go. But so he and had that's really the only time that you can get them. Yeah, yeah. but he, he had was Polish. Them. He had, oh, there he was we like go. proudly Polish. Oh, did he have a Polish flag? He might have. That's that's exciting. I'm proudly Polish, but not that proudly. I don't, Polish. Not like him. Not, not like, like that. Him. I don't have Polish. So flag. like, I think that the the idea was that I would take one punchki, but I took the whole box. Let's take them all. Yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> took the whole box <laughs> we could go that's into my it. naive story like we have, yeah and we have a lot blindly of, yeah, going, blindly to, going. A, to a room and 
At least he didn't show you his portfolio of dead bugs. <laughs> 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 it's like in my head, seared. I just have this vivid, in, like, ah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, going back before college, though, I think it'd be fun to talk about what we thought it would be like, like prepping. Well, I and then the did why. not think. I did not think that I would. <laughs> be robbing a man of his punchkis one day. <laughs> I mean, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that um, <clears throat> I thought that college was going to be this like, like, I'm finally an adult and I'm going to like spread my wings and, and fly and be free right. and um, no worries. And I'm going to like pass on my classes and it's going to be like no stress, like just this, this wonderful, like eye opening. Yeah. Welcome to the world experience. Hakuna Matata, baby. Yeah. And I think like that first year was absolutely not that. <laughs> <laughs> Like you, you're a high school kid and you have to get up, you know, by seven o'clock and oh, either yeah. make the bus or get to school on time. And it's hard, but it's not, super, it's not that, that difficult. You're used to it. Right. But like yeah. I had trouble making my eight thirty. It is class. amazing. Yeah. As soon as you get onto a college campus, <clears throat> you lose the ability to wake up early. It's gone. <laughs> right. Like me. once. Once you're actually responsible for yourself. <laughs> yeah, you're done. Yeah. No, that's funny. Yeah. Did you think it was going to be like a crazy party scene? I did. Even though like I went to, you know, I, you started out at like a, a public school, yeah. right? Yeah, I did. So like I, we went to, we ended together at a private, a small private college, but I, even though I knew that it was smaller and it was private and it was Christian affiliated, like I still assumed that there would be like parties and there were fraternities and sororities and, but like, that was not, it was kind of hard to find parties. I mean, once you found them, they were, oh, they exist. Yeah. You just have to have the networks. Yeah. uh, There was the one, there was a house on a one, on a specific street. Did you hear about that house? No, I, I learned it about like, it from you. <clears throat> yeah, it was like right off of uh, right off a of campus, and they were trying to buy it all the time I to make it part of campus. But whoever owned it wouldn't sell it, and it was a big party house. There you go. And like the the cops would sit outside of it and stuff. I never Seriously? went to it. Oh but. my gosh, I was actually really terrified of the party scene. That was like not. I was very naive, protected, bandy, dorky gamer kid. And so, like, I was like, I don't want nothing to do with alcohol. And I remember at my first school, I was just outside chilling one night. And I was apparently in line for the party bus. Like, (laughs) a van was coming. And I made friends with the girl next to me. She's going to be an EMS. And she was telling me about our courses. And then it was like, this van pulled up. And she's like, are you going to the party? It's just the party van. And I was like, wait, what? No, I don't want to. I'm not a party. I was like, I want to pass. You know, I was was terrified of the party scene. I did not want to be involved. I thought life was like that, uh, you know, Hollywood movie. American Pie. It was American Pie. Yeah. That was like. And like the the Van Wilder (laughs) movies. It's not that exciting, unfortunately. And I wasn't, I wasn't really like, I was more intrigued by the party scene. I didn't really want, I guess I didn't really want to be a part of it, but like. I definitely was like, that's what I thought college would be. Yeah. Um, but it was more stress it, and crying in your notebook yeah. at the AMU while you ate your chicken tenders. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's what it was. For sure. Uh, why did you, like, so you chose to go to college and how did you get into that whole, like, I'm going to go to university, I'm going to major in history. How was that? Um. So... I kind of grew up always being told I was going to go to college. I feel like I didn't really have like a choice, <laughs> like a choice in it. Um, yeah. I was the first generation to go to college in like my, my, my immediate family. That's cool. Um, but yeah, it was always like, you're going, there's no get, get good grades and you're, you're going, going to college. And, the um, end. Yeah. So 
And I chose, I chose the school that I chose because I went to a very small, very small high school. And I was honestly like intimidated by a big public university. So, um, and I got really good scholarships. Um, they do give out good scholarships there. They do. Yeah. Um, I chose my major because I I actually, I wanted to be a doctor for the longest time. I didn't know that. That's cute. Yeah. I specifically wanted (laughs) Oh, I'm learning. <laughs> I, I wanted to be a coroner. Oh, my God. You would have got along with Craig. <laughs> I did. Um, I actually toured another university that, that was right down the road from the one we went to. Um, I toured their cadaver lab. Oh, my gosh. That's good money, though. I mean, they need people it to is, do that. Um, So I was going to go for PA for a physician's assistant and then um, get my law degree and be a coroner. Like that was legit my, my plan. I probably would be in a better position financially, (laughs) Um, but I really, really, I really enjoyed um, history and social studies and government. I really, really loved government class. Um, And then I got chosen for um, girl state. Do you know what that is? Um, I, I've heard you talk about it, but I don't remember, honestly. Yeah, so it's um, this high school um, juniors going into their senior year. They get chosen by, I think it's sponsored by the American Legion. Okay. Um, and they have Boys State, too. But they get chosen. Um, it's like one to two per high school mm-hmm. um, to go. And then you <clears throat> go and learn all about like government and how government works and there's a mock government and you get like elected for positions and it was really fun it was like a week long mm. oh it's almost like a government camp which sounds yeah, super freaking nerdy when I'm talking it sounds, about it. sounds a little for me I'm like that does not sound fun but you did major in history so this is up your alley it was lots of fun but like um <laughs> I made I made like lifelong friends. I I still talk to a couple girls from there. Oh, that's <clears> cute. But um, <laughs> so that's where you kind of disco- discovered that you kind that, of like that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, that that's what I wanted to do. Um, but <laughs> ooh, Raven's upset. Is that Raven or is that Winston? It's Winston. It's the pug. <laughs> the pug. We both have pugs. We're pug freaks. <laughs> yeah, I think the mailman's here and he thinks he's a lot bigger than what he is. And funny enough, so his name's Winston after Winston Churchill, right? So we're talking about government and my yeah. nerdiness. But yeah, so that's why I chose history. Um, and I wanted to be a teacher, a history teacher. And then I decided to just major in history and went through that whole like roundabout. That was another thing that I didn't know that you could do in college was like you could change your major yes like a lot of people like some of them just stay with the same major and they're miserable it's like you could have fixed that you could have fixed that problem yeah so i did that like my junior year maybe but okay um what about me i remember i was never told i was going to college i just remember from a very young age i wanted to go to college um and I remember thinking that that was my way out of, um, you know, I grew up pretty poor. I grew up really, um, especially in one of my elementary years, we were pretty poor. And I remember thinking that was my ticket out of how the current level living situation was for us. Um, I was like, I don't want to live like this. I don't know how I, I understood what the concept of college was, but I read a lot of books. So maybe I got it from something. But I was like, I'm going to college. Um and I wanted to be a teacher, but I also really wanted to be a writer. The only reason I focused on education was because the teachers are kind of mean to me and they're like, you're not a very good writer. <laughs> so I, uh, I stopped trying to write. I used to write poems and stuff. I was a real, I was a real nerd. I was real emo. Like, you know, oh, oh I was emo too. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and I uh, couldn't decide what I wanted to teach. And then at first I thought English because I love reading and I love writing. And then I was taking German because I took German for a very long time, but I wasn't very good at it. And then I ended up taking Japanese. I loved it. It was easy for me. And then my one friend was like, well, couldn't you teach Japanese? And I was like, hey, isn't that an idea? So that's how I fell into my major. 
um, which I'm not a weeb. I just want to clarify. Because <laughs> a lot of people assume um, that I got into Japanese because of anime, but understanding that at the time period we were in, anime was very, very. There wasn't a lot of it available. It was pretty new.、Yeah. It was like Adult Swim. Like it wasn't like it is now. Right.、Um, yeah. And I knew what it was, but I, I didn't. I wasn't really into it. And、um, I knew Japanese comics, manga.、Um, I knew about it, but I wasn't into it.、Um, so that was, I like to put out, that's not how I got into Japanese. I got it because <laughs> I was legitimately interested in the language. And then,、um, and then that, that subculture followed. And, but yeah, that is how my story is not as cool as yours. <laughs> I don't know if I would call it cool. I think you're a cool story. You went to, you went to camp. Government camp. Not the government so camp. So cool. It is. But I will say, my cool, my cool part of my story is my public university was in Alaska. So I actually went. Yeah. I lived up there for three years.、Um, so that's my cool story. I can tell you guys about Alaska life sometime. So yeah.、Um, so then. Talking, we're talking about college because you and I both have masters and we have our undergrad. And gosh, I'm going back for my second masters. But the whole concept of do kids need to go to college to succeed? No. That whole, that whole bubble and, and talking <laughs> about like all these things in it. Yeah, exactly. So I also believe no. No. <laughs> <Yeah> . <laughs>、um, I hate how we,、uh, I'm a public school teacher, we shove it down kids' throats. Even though we,、yeah. we say that we're not supposed to do that anymore, we, we just we have them on this path of you're going to college. I hate it. <laughs> Especially because it's so、yeah. expensive. It's so expensive. It's so expensive. Oh my God. How do you want to talk about it? And like. <laughs> I know so many people that have degrees that they owe so much money on and they're not even working in the field that they have a degree in. Yes, I do too.、Um, I also really hate how it seems like you have to go to, like, there's this concept of go to university, study, so you can get a good job. And it's like you're not doing a job for the thing you studied, but you still kind of need the paper, but then you don't really need the paper. You could have got that job another way. Did that make sense or was that really wishy washy? <laughs> I hate it. No, it makes total sense. It's like you pay for the letters behind your name. That's, yeah. that's it. They don't really actually care about the things that you've, you've studied. Yeah. They don't. And I hate I,、uh, it's so hard for me when I have a student, they come in and they're like, I'm going to major in sociology or psychology. Those are really common、um, majors,、mm-hmm. I feel. And I always am like trying to ask them, like, well, what do you want to do with that? And they're like, well, what do you mean? So I'm like, if you want to be a, like a, a counselor or a therapist, did you, do you know that you have to go to graduate school and probably get your PhD? Like, that a four year degree isn't going to really do anything for you? Well, And they'll kind of look and, at you like, wait, what? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and that was something that, like, I didn't know until I worked in the field that I work in that, like, to be a counselor, you can go for social work. I did not know that either. Yeah. I、yep. did not know that. So you can be a licensed social worker and work in counseling. I did not know that. That's interesting.、Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah, exactly. But, like, how there's all of these majors that are four years, but they actually won't get you、right. in a field. It's just a piece of paper. Like, yeah. Insert graduate school, insert whatever. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> And I hate it because colleges, of course, don't explain that because they just want your money. They don't care if you're successful or not, even though they have their little statistics about the graduation rate and job placement rate. They're going to let you flail and absorb money from you as much as possible. Oh, yeah, that's 100% what it is. They just want the money. And that's depressing, actually. <laughs> yeah. And you have these young, naive Joeys and Minas. <laughs> who go and, the, and the, the loans, the cost, they don't understand the cost. Right. Like, it's crazy. You, you actually like, went into detail and you actually got stuff for us so we could talk、I、about did, that. I did, yeah.、Um, I'm trying to pull it up right now.、Okay. So, 
So, yeah, I looked at like the cost of tuition and how that's changed. And also the student loan debt statistics. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's super depressing. And I feel like I'm going to be (laughs) re-traumatized. You know, she was telling me some of the stats and I was like, oh, my God. But I know, I know. My poor teacher over here, I know. (laughs) What what do you want to learn about first, Joey? Do you want to learn about tuition costs or do you want to talk about student loan debt? Well, let's start with tuition because that's sort of like they don't understand the cost. But let's just compare and learn about that a little bit. Okay, so trivia time. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to fail horribly. (laughs) All right. So I am pulling this data from the National Center for Education Statistics. And this is a government government site. Like this is the U.S. Department of Education. This is their data. Okay. Okay. All right. Not Fox News material. No, 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 no. no. I mean, there will probably be people that are like, oh, this is. This is just the this is just the government. Like I know, I know. Whatever. This is those type of people probably wouldn't be listening to us. They probably would have checked out by now. Right. Exactly. So okay. (laughs) Um, nineteen eighty five. That's the the furthest back we can go. Okay. Okay. So let's look at a. Public institution in 1985. Four years, four years. What do you think the cost for a four-year institution, one year, one year? Um, This is tuition, fees, room, and board for undergrad. Tuition, fees, room, and board. Total cost. 20,000? In 1985. Okay, I'm back. Okay, 15, 15,000, 10,000. Okay, so I'm sorry. Winston is. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Barking again. Okay, so in 1985, this is the year 1985 to 1986. Tuition in $1985. So not accounting for, you know, um, change in money (laughs) (laughs) the inflation Inflation, whatever (laughs) um it would be in 1985 you would expect to pay eight thousand seven hundred ninety eight dollars a year and that includes room and board room and board because i swear that's the cost of just room and board without tuition at schools uh, yeah okay (laughs) but if you were paying in 2000 this this is uh, from 2018. Okay. No, 2019. So if you were paying in 2019 money, mm-hmm. it would be 3859 Wait, what? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. What? That was tuition, room, and board? Yes. <sighs> at a public institution. She tuck a mushrooms. So at a private institution, so like the school that we graduated from, okay, in 1985, mm-hmm. what do you think all of this in 1985 money is? Um, I don't, uh, private school is a couple thousand more, so uh, fourteen thousand. Okay, so it would be in 1985 money for four years, twenty for one year of a four year. Twenty-one thousand forty-two. So oh, shoot, I was off. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. In two thousand nineteen, money it'd be nine thousand two hundred twenty-eight. Oh my! Shut the front door. <laughs> so literal. Right, yeah. So, what year should we jump to just to compare? Oh my gosh! Well, we were in school in two thousand and eight undergrad okay so let's okay let's jump to there all right so public institution public because we have a good idea of private right so what do you think like the public you should have a good idea on public so what what was the public i think a year at i think it was like 20 20k okay so average across the united states was 16 okay 428 for one year so in 2019 money, it drops down to like 14, 212. 
So just a couple thousand less. Private. What do you think? Oh, private. I know. I'm thinking about what it is now. Um, what was it when we were in school? Oh my gosh, thirty. So um, I think it was like thirty-two, Whoa. thirty-three. Okay. Okay. Thousand. Um, average was thirty-six thousand one hundred and two for a year. Gosh, which makes me I just want to I just want to reiterate, I had a lot of scholarships. <laughs> like, that makes me sound like such a privileged yeah, turd. We both come very poor. humbly. Yes, we're very humble girls. We could tell you all I about it in another episode. <laughs> very, very high grades. I took the ACT yeah. three times so I could get the highest scholarship like. Yeah, I did not pay that much. Yeah, no, we don't um, pay the sticker price. We were the <laughs> yeah, coupons, like. Pell grants, and yeah, yeah, all that um, good stuff. So in 2019, money it drops down to 31,232. So okay. I mean, that makes sense that we're like, oh, like 30,000, you know, <laughs> today or the latest data we have. Yeah. Um, public school is 20,000. For a year. Okay. So. And private is 43,000. Oh my gosh. Like. That's crazy. It's so crazy. That's just room and board and tuition. So if we think about. These people that are. Like our. My students right now. My seniors. Yeah. Oh. We hear in the news these people that are like, oh, just go to school. And um, who cares about the um, overly inflating student debt? Yeah. Oh, it's Um, I was told that I was told by and um, like I had no clue what I was doing, honestly, because I do come. I was also a first generation college um, kid. And my parents didn't really understand anything except for they wanted to help me go to college. So we were we were getting a lot of loans um, and they were mm-hmm. just signing it. And I remember they just kept reassuring me like, don't worry, it's going to be OK. We'll figure it out. Um, like, it's no big deal. You're going to have a good job. Like, you're going to you're going to be fine. Right. Which is yeah. not the case, by the way. <laughs> I'm no. just drowning in my student loan debt now. No. I, I yeah. really wish I had the knowledge I have now so I could go back and slap myself. But I didn't have that. I didn't have anyone well, you to were, guide what, me. you were, what, 17? I was. I was 17. Signing my life away. Um, well, and I think that that's the, that's the issue, right? Is that these, well, when we were signing up for college, it was a lot more predatory. Oh, yeah. They were giving them out like thing. crack. Thank goodness. It was but, so easy to get like 40K. Chase was like, you want 40K? Just sign your name. Yeah, which <laughs> we'll, pull up the, we'll pull up the student loan data and we can talk a little bit about that too. But um, like not only was it predatory just because of age, but I think that there's a lot of a lot of kids that are our, that were our age in our generation that came from circumstances of poverty or abuse or Mm -hmm. um, circumstances where it was, I need to get out of this situation. How can I do it? Well, yeah. And college and the only way to to pay for college is with these loans, whether you're going to a public or a private university is with loans. Of course you're going to sign it and not read it or understand it. If you did read it. I mean, who understands? I'm 30, almost 31, and I don't understand the the language that's in oh, them still. Oh, yeah. It's so confusing. It's I was really like, banking on my parents, not to throw them under the bus. I do love them. <laughs> yeah. But they, they did not make that situation better in any way. And the school, of course, no. didn't provide anything. So it was just sad. Like the, the guidance counselors at school, like they didn't know what, they don't know what they're talking about the either. School, the, they were probably drowning in debt too. The school <laughs> counselors. Yeah. Those people, they're drowning in debt. The t- teachers, I mean, I'm a public school teacher, so we could talk about like, you shouldn't have gone to school if you didn't. It's like, look, I didn't realize <laughs> that I would be here making no money, getting treated like garbage in the public eye, <laughs> buying my own PPE. Oh, that's crazy, isn't it? It's ridiculous. But yeah, so 
student loan loans in general. Sorry, B. Oh, you're good. The dog. That's okay. The door is closed. The it's office closed. manager left us. Misty, the cat, the office manager. If you follow my Insta, you could see cute pictures. I will share that while you are getting up your data. So we do both have Instagrams if you want to follow us. I'm just tea with Joey. And Mina is coffee with Mina. Coffee with Mina. And again, the blog is on teawithjoy.com so i'll be dropping like a, a summary of the podcast and like pictures and things like that and then if you want to follow the blog or you just want to check out the podcast page or just follow us on insta um and whenever mina's not pulling up data we can tell you about the cool stickers and why you should follow oh, yeah, us they shipped yeah. last night they shipped okay all right so Trivia time. Oh, God, I'm going to fail horribly. I feel like Ben <laughs> B needs to put like a like a fun little like trivia time. Trivia I time. <laughs> <laughs> I could sing a trivia time okay, song for you. <laughs> Throw it down. Do you know the total student loan debt in America? I don't. <laughs> what is it? It's got to be horrendous. trillion dollars that is not a small number (laughs) no this is from forbes too by the way forbes so i feel like they're pretty they're pretty legit right they're pretty legit yeah i give forbes some legitimate yeah all right so not from a wikipedia 1.71 trillion oh my gosh no no all right how many total u.s borrowers are there with student loan debt a lot of us right there has to be i mean who doesn't have a student loan just people who don't go to college right i feel like everybody who's a college. couple of people that just paid some off so that's impressive i know 50 years old oh my gosh <laughs> well that's not gonna happen for me i'm a public servant point 45.3 million people. Oh my gosh. 45.3 million. What's the age ranges on that? These people um, who are suffering. Oh my gosh. Let me scroll a, a tad bit. Tidbit. I mean, I think it's pretty. my dog he's gonna get put outside <laughs> um less than less than 24 years old so probably like 18 to 62 so pretty pretty large young yeah but the two largest age ranges age ranges of <laughs> borrowers is the 25 to 35 age group with 14.8 million borrowers and then the 35 to 49 age group okay. with 14.2 million borrowers so we're in there we're in those that bracket yeah yeah and then the the and we can i can link we can link this yeah yeah we'll drop all the articles but um the the groups that sandwich us Love just a good for, sandwich. Yeah. Just for, I mean, we are legit the meat here. We are the, the best, the best part. Um, so the the less than 24 age group, they this is still a significant number, but 7.8 million borrowers, which is like half. That's yeah. Of one of the, the, the meat. <laughs> and then the 50 to 61 age group is 6.2 million. So another like just half of the other, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it, it, it's definitely like telling that the 25 to 34 and the 35 to 49 are such a large chunk of borrowers that's crazy and have the most debt out of them too so uh, 25 to 34 is 500.5 billion oh my gosh this is like 
You're not from Pittsburgh, so you're not gonna get the reference. This is like a Permanti Brothers sandwich. This is like the level. Like it's thick. It's like the bread and the thick filling and the yeah. fries and the coleslaw and it's smushed <laughs> together. Like this is that kind of level. Of, that's crazy. And then the thirty to forty nine is six hundred and one point seven billion. Uh, but get this. So the sixty two like year old and and older. Yeah. Um, so the people that are on Fox news that are, <laughs> you know, telling us that we need to just suck it up and pay it. These are the coleslaw Guess how people much they have. in the sandwich. Yes. <laughs> coleslaw. That's what you are. How much? So, so they have 86.8 billion. So like a, a, Tenth or a fifth, or a, not even a fifth of what we of what my age group has. This, this is why they, they make will. they make two point three bill. They make up two point three million borrowers of of the total. Oh. No, I mean, granted, they probably some of them might just be they might have paid it off. <laughs> but I mean, in the eighties, it only costs yeah. an equivalent of three thousand dollars. Like, yeah, it's. That's astounding. They are coleslaw. That is what I will now be calling boomers, the coleslaw group. And like not even good coleslaw. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, Permanentes has great coleslaw, but we will say this is like a soured sandwich. And yeah, it is gross coleslaw. <laughs> that's so messed up. Oh. And then like, that's why um, I had like three seniors come into my room the other day and they were like, how do we know if we got a good federal age pack? federal aid package or and good scholarships like how should we choose what school to go to and so like i literally sat there with them for 30 minutes and it was like looking at what they'd received from scholarships from different schools and it was like well you want to go to a place where you don't have to get very many loans and i'm having this talk with them but it's like this is you're like yeah 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 they don't have like they don't under you know like we didn't understand it they still don't understand it this is a lot of money that's I don't understand when people aren't concerned about that more I guess yeah I don't know and like so another you know another piece of this is that if you go into public service uh-huh. there's this great public service loan forgiveness right yes. which sounds amazing i'm actually and, in it um, i am very fortunate that i am in that it helps me make my my student loan payment every month right otherwise i'd be in and a very bad place <laughs> i i should be in it um but so should ben, i tried but- to I tried to apply for it and they said because I because I had deferred or went into forbearance or some some weird reason they were like oh well actually you you don't qualify I'm gonna try again yeah I would um but so there's some fun stats on that oh gosh fun or (laughs) fun is that code for coleslaw (laughs) (laughs) okay so okay so public service loan forgiveness cumulative borrowers i gotta like try to read this number without messing it up okay one million three hundred and seventy eight thousand that's a lot that's a lot yeah borrowers who have submitted applications two hundred and twenty seven thousand three hundred and eighty two people okay Total number of applications. So I guess like there might be more applications than people that qualify maybe. Yeah. Because there's 296,340. Okay. All right. So out of those 296,340, so almost 300,000 applications, Mm. how many number of applications are approved, have been approved? I don't know, like 80% or something. So how much would 80% be? Oh, I don't know. That's a lot. I don't I don't have Google in here anymore. I can't ask <laughs> Google. A lot. I'm, I'm shooting for a lot, though. So, yeah, okay. I'm ready for the actual truth. Applications approved. 6,493. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> it's like, like the little Oliver twist. More? You want more? <laughs> 
I just need I some mean, relief, sir. Some relief, please, sir. Num- number of applications denied. 263,118. Of course. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm, like, maniacally laughing. Like, we're oh. so scared. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you can do. I know. I feel like Leslie Nope when she's, like, going in our crazy laughing. <laughs> This is interesting, though. So percent of applications denied due to payments that don't qualify. 56%. 56%. I would love to. Hmm. I think that maybe that's where I fall in. Okay. Percent of applications denied due to missing information. So this is probably like, you know, you have to like send it to HR and they have to fill stuff out and da-da-da-da-da. So that's 26%. Okay. So that's some negligence possibly. Yeah. Which is kind of BS, right? Because like here we are again. Well, why don't you guys just fill out this information? And then, well, because, you know, we can't rely. Yeah. What a millennial thing. We can't rely on people. Yeah. It's so true because I um, I sent my form to HR and wasn't getting it, wasn't getting it, wasn't getting it. And I had to keep emailing them. Finally, they're like, OK, here it is. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, But you would think HR in a public school district oh no. would be able to like, <laughs> like fling those out. Then here's the best part. It wasn't filled out completely. And I didn't know it. So exactly. I submitted everything. Then I get a call. Hey. They didn't fill out half the form. Great. I get to play this dance again. So I had to, oh, it was, it was, yeah, it was a process. Borrowers who have received student loan forgiveness. So who have gone through the whole process and actually gotten their stuff forgiven. How many? Oh, gosh. I have to imagine just because I just learned I have like four years that I don't really have anymore. So I can't imagine it's high. Like I feel like it's low 3776 there we go bam boom (laughs) Uh, which i don't know how i mean how old is this is as of november 2020 how old is the public service loan forgiveness like program i mean i heard about it when i was in an uh, in undergrad in 2008 um, I remember it takes five years, right? It was different back then. It it changed a bit, but yeah, I do remember originally hearing about something like that um, when I was in school. And then I, when I was a first year teacher, an email came around like, "Hey, you might qualify for this," and that's how I ended up finding out about it. I mean, and I applying. think I think it expanded. Yeah, it expanded greatly. Yeah, it did. So to me, it seems like. If anything, the number should be higher. (laughs) It's um, it's really hard. Like I said, um, I found out just this year. I thought I was I'm in year six, so I thought, okay, I'll make it four more years in public education, and um, then I'm gonna figure something out. And I just found out they just told me like, well, we couldn't count your first four years, and it's like, wait, what? Like all these like reasons they I'm like, why wasn't I told this like a long time ago? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was pretty salty about it. But then whatever. Well, and I think for teachers, it's five years. It's, and for any other public servant, it's 10 years. It's 10 for me. Is it? Yeah, it I is. I thought it was five for teachers. Oh, well, my gosh. If it was five, I would be free. Free, Mina. I'm not. Such, oh, that's such crap. No, no I know. It's 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 crazy. So. Especially when you're trying to work through a pandemic. Let's be honest. Like, oh, that gosh. should just wipe your slate clean. <laughs> oh, you're greedy. You want help? You should have planned better, saved right, better. Right, <laughs> All so, right, so... Loans are predatory and evil. They are so predatory and evil. There are so many interesting stats on here, like the states with the most student loan debt. It goes Who has into the like, most student loan. Probably like a big state, right? Because they have a high Calif- population. California. California living. Makes sense. And then Texas and Florida. Ohio is number seven. That's actually kind of surprising. Yeah, so it's 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 interesting. It um, is. We'll have to drop the drop the. Yeah, it goes into links. like yeah. different loans and and 
Yeah. Yeah. How far down the rabbit hole do you want to go? We will provide you the links. You can can dive in. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I just can't. I um, really wish, because I know in, like, Europe, a lot of countries do the, when you're in high school, they help you figure out what you are good at. And mm-hmm. they don't do that. What do you want to be? Because in America, it's very much, what do you want to be? What do you want to be? What's your goal? Like, you know, your dream job. Like, go for it. Shoot for the source. But it's like, I know so many people who are like, I want to be an engineer because I want to make money. But they, like, can't pass calculus one. And right. I know people who were t- in the Japanese major with me who were just not good at it. They couldn't speak it at all. And oh, they were I- pushing through, pushing through. They end up getting this degree. Um, because they passed their Japanese level classes, but they couldn't use it at all. And they couldn't do anything with it because they couldn't actually speak Japanese. Like there's so much focus on what do you want to be? What do you like? And not a lot with what are you actually good at? What are your strengths? Right. Well, and let's be frank. Okay. When I was a high school senior, there's no way I would have been like, oh yeah, that's where I'm going to end up. Like I would not have thought that what I am doing now is what I would want to be doing. And I would not change my job for the world. I love it. But there's, I don't, I love kids, (laughs) (laughs) but I don't think that they're ready to make those lifelong decisions. They're absolutely not. Um, one of my favorite quotes um, that Michelle Obama, you know, I'm a big Michelle Obama fan. Um, and I read her book, Becoming, and that is just a fantastic book if you have not read it and you like Michelle Obama. This is my plug for Michelle Obama. Call me. <laughs> um, but she um, said that, you know, she thinks that asking a kid what they want to be when they grow up is like the most worthless question to ask them. Mm Because it doesn't do any good. And she talked about like how she's been a lawyer and she's been all these multiple things and how the concept of you're going to go to college, you're going to major in something, you're going to have that job. And that's where you are your whole life is gone. Like that's not normal. Like we need to, we need to encourage people that you can, you know, stop being a teacher and you do something else or, you know, go down a different path. What we really fail to do, what we really fail (laughs) is giving our... I mean, for real, I know, I know our kids, we don't give them the skills and the tools to like navigate through life as absolutely empowered people. Oh no. Right. So, I mean, that's like the biggest part of my job, right. Is like teaching kids how to stand up for themselves, how to set boundaries, how to make their own decisions and be the boss of themselves. And I know and we this, don't is, do that. this is definitely <laughs> something you and I um, are passionate about. And we're going to, we have a whole nother episode planned about talking about like, where's public education sort of fail and let down our kids? Right. Um, because we have some thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> As a public school teacher, I have some thoughts. I'd like to voice spill the tea on. Oh, so yeah, I don't think let's. That was a very. Do you need to go to college to succeed? Absolutely not. No. Some of the most successful people I know did not go to college. They they just got into a field. They started working and learning and. And there well, are so many fields that you don't need a degree for. Or the two years, too. I think we, we often, yeah. um, we look we look down on these, like, what are they called? Technical schools, technically? Yeah, like the vocational. Like yes, like we look down on these programs, like, oh, you're like, going to go get, to that? Like, well, go yeah. get an apprenticeship and get paid the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And if you're, and that's not just a, it's not just a boy thing. If you're a girl, like, go. Exactly. <laughs> Learn how to install HVAC or yeah or electrical and get paid, girl. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I hate how we look down at like even like um. You look at programs like a dental hygienist. Like it's it's a pretty short program, but they they make pretty decent money. And it's like I remember it's necessary. Yeah, we need these things first of all, and second of all, I remember like people were like razzing her so much, and I'm like, well, she finished like she took like a it was like an 18 month thing and now she can go and she's working and I was like like, even fast food like yes we need those people 
We do. They were essential workers for the last year. I know. I know. I, and you know, like, I uh, definitely need those happy meals at least three times a week. (laughs) (laughs) We are reliant on them too, especially when we go get our haircuts for like time for you to eat while mommy gets her foils. (laughs) Like a toy. I appreciate food workers. I think that they need to be paid more. Well, we both worked fast food. Yeah. We understand how hard that is. And I was a cashier at Target. I worked in American Eagle. I worked for Menards. I did a lot of random things. You were a barista. What else did you do? I worked at McDonald's. I worked at Walmart. So we understand these jobs and how they people get treat you. And yeah. it's not fun or nice. That's why I'm super nice when I go through the drive-thru. I'm always like, how are you? Thank you so much. Because it's like, I know they actually hate their life probably. And I feel bad right. for them. Yeah. So. And I think that the, the now we're getting off topic. But we are. We're going I, on a little I, tangent, but that's okay. Well, and I think that, I think that the, the point here, and it, bringing it back to college, is that college is not what you think it is. It's not. And the degree you get, while definitely, I mean... My degrees were hanging in my office for quite some time. I took them down because I felt really bougie about it. But um, I, I think that people should make a living wage. And I am not the type of person that's like, well, I went to college for six years. Oh, and, I'm not either. Yeah. It's- and I should be paid more than a person that works fast food for 20 years. Like, no, I don't no. get that. College shouldn't cost what it costs, and I shouldn't be in debt what I am. Yeah, yeah. That's the issue here. That's the also that's just, the core. And um, treating people kindly, like just kindness and empathy. And it's like you don't know anybody's story or like right. why they're working at McDonald's. Um, just right. I think so that, many layers. I think the, the like gravest part of this is that. I should not be in so much debt that I'm afraid that I might not be able to make my mortgage one day because of college, not just because this person works fast food or retail or whatever, that they should not be able to pay their mortgage. Right. That's, that's my takeaway from this. I I agree. (laughs) I agree. And I mean, like we look at public school teachers throughout the pandemic and I can't tell you how much money I had to put into my own classroom to just keep me and my students right. safe, um, which was just it's frustrating and angering because you make so little and you already put so much into your classroom. And yeah, it was it was a rough it's rough all around. So, right. Um, was there anything else we wanted to dive into? I do remember you wanted to kind of touch on the blue lights on campus. Do you think we want to go down that route or should we I think we can? We can just talk about that another day. Another day. I think that would be a good one because I don't want to just give it 20 seconds because it's an yeah. important topic. Um, so, again, before we end our episode on college, I wanted to throw out our social media again. Did you want to drop your stuff first? Oh, yeah. Um, so our Instagram or my we have separate Instagrams. Um, mine is coffee with Mina. Um, it's fun filled right now. There's a lot of stuff about a kid with a skateboard. <laughs> She's good. So, um, but feel free to, to follow me. Um, and the stickers, we yeah. said that we were going to talk about the stickers. They yes. just shipped. <laughs> Tell them about um, them. So if you decide to support us and you do not have to support us financially, just listening is support but if you want to send us a send us a coffee yeah um we have buy buy me a coffee it's on the blog yeah. page um and we could probably drop it in our instas too if we wanted yeah you yeah. want to support our tea drinking and spilling of the tea yes yes um you can do that um and if you do we have stickers that we have purchased with our logo um that was 
hand-drawn. Um, I was going to say, can we, we'll just take a moment to just like say the site looks amazing because of Mina. Mina did all the graphics. Mina made the, I mean, the only reason that it looks professional is thanks to Mina. <laughs> it was not because I just put everything on it. She, she really is the, the artistic one. So yeah, it's drawn, made by Mina. They're amazing. Yeah. So if you want to, if you want to own a piece of our artwork, <laughs> Oh, look. Mind you. <laughs> oh, look, Owen is in my... <laughs> Hi, Owen. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to be wrapping this up because this chair dropped into my room. But, um, yeah, so if you want to buy us a coffee, support um, that way. If you don't want to, then just yeah, listen to us. That's you cool. Can, Share. We'll send, you, we'll send you a sticker. The first, like, eight to ten people that support us will send a sticker with a handwritten note saying thank you. Um, yeah, and... Um, Again, my my Insta's Tea with Joey and the website teawithjoey.com where the blog the blog is on and um, I will drop info for listening to the podcast and podcast things and the oh now the now mops the plug is everybody's <laughs> in the room now so uh, they were but um Thanks for listening to our first episode. Hopefully we did okay. I hope I hope they like us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and next next week's episode um, what did we determine we were spelling out? I can't even remember. Road, road trip? Road trip. road trip. That's right. We were doing our road trip. We're doing a road trip, which actually I feel like the blue lights kind of fit into that one. So That's what I was thinking, too. So all yeah. about being a woman and... Yeah. And I am a, a woman. Yeah. So um, like and subscribe, and uh, we'll see you next time on Tea with Joey and Mina.